0: what's up everybody this is the starting block podcast i am your host john nelson we appreciate you joining and as always i'm with my co-host
1: chris scarborough what's up hey guys how's everything
0: man it's good it's good how are you today? doing
1: well thank you
0: cool good all right so guys as we said Welcome to the show. If you're new, thanks for joining. Let's give you a quick breakdown of how our show operates because it's a little different than the standard podcast that you're used to. We actually have multiple shows within our show. So there's three main episodes that you're going to get from us. Episode one is going to be a QA, it's where Chris and I will take the questions you guys submit to us and we'll break them down. These questions are going to revolve around Performance, rehab, nutrition, anything in that athletic development side of stuff. Strength, speed, agility, you know, best practices, all that. The next episode you'll hear is our guest interview. Our guest interview is where we bring our colleagues on from across the country and across the globe. And they share their stories of success, how they win, what they do with their clients, their patients. And, man, we've had some awesome, awesome Interviews. We were just talking before you know before the show, Chris, about uh, Doctor Rob's interview that came out last week. That was that was something else. That was a good one.
1: That's one that if you are a parent in particular, you got an athlete living in your household, that's something I think everybody ought to listen to. And not because of you know, not insulting you or I, but I mean, just to hear Doctor Rob and all the stuff he brings to the table, it's incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was a really good interview, and I mean. You know, I, all of them are are great interviews. Everybody we've had, we've mm-hmm. taken a lot of information away from them, and it's valuable information for everybody. But I, don't know, I guess just something about the way he presented things, it was uh, it was really great. And actually, he agreed. I don't know if I even told you this yet. He agreed to to join us quarterly. So it's going to be pretty cool to have the the quarterly lineup of you know him and Dr. J, and we've got one or two other people you know coming on quarterly. So um, guys, those are our guest interviews. Um, check those out. And then the final episode that we have is going to be your Friday fire or fact, and sometimes that bleeds into Saturday sermon. And that's really and truly about 10, 15 minutes of me just real talk, letting you know what's on my mind. Usually it's a little more motivational, a little more business-oriented, you know, or there's a theme, something's, you know, occurred, you know, in my gym over the week that I feel like we need to talk about. You know that has a little bit more to do with you know character development and, and things of that nature. So that's what those episodes are about, guys. All of our episodes are available on all audio platforms. They're also available on our YouTube page as well. That's actually right now under the Elite Level Performance YouTube page. Um, click that. It will as soon as you type us in the search bar, will pop up. You'll see our page. Just go under the Starting Block playlist. It's there. We are getting ready to launch a new platform for the Starting Block podcast. We hope to have this ready, probably by the see this episode's coming out Tuesday, so our goal will probably be uh I'd say the the following Friday, so that Friday, Chris, I think you know we're gonna be ready to launch this new website, and this website will have all the contact info you need it'll have um you know newsletters so you guys will be able to stay up to date what's going on, submit your questions through that. You'll be able to go back and track through, you know, all our episodes. If there's one that you want to find, get a little summary. Um, There will be, you know, episode links and notes and all that good stuff. So that is coming down the pipeline quickly. Uh, We appreciate all your support. So we're able to uh, put that together for you guys. Absolutely. And then the, yeah, and then the final thing, we want to make sure that uh, we show some love to uh, our sponsor, Exercise Unlimited. Guys, remember, Exercise Unlimited is the largest distributor of new and pre-owned fitness equipment in Memphis and in the Mid-South. They're locally owned and operated for, 23 years. Guys, Exercise Unlimited offers a 5,000 square foot showroom of all the major brands in addition to a 25,000 square foot warehouse of high quality pre-owned fitness equipment. So with over a combined 40 years in the fitness industry, guys, they're the experts, man. Visit them at exerciseunlimited.com or stop by 387 South Front Street. Tell them John sent you or use the promo code Starting Block 2023 for additional discounts. And guys, we're proud to have them as one of our sponsors and I want to tell you that you know for some other you know people that have reached out wanting to you know be a part of the show we appreciate all of it and you know, Chris and I have talked about we're going to support people that support us and something we believe in. Like I'm not going to come on here and just read something that I don't uh, I don't agree with or that I don't use. And guys, I've been down to Exercise Unlimited. The place is massive. It's huge. I know, Chris, you haven't been there yet, but next time you come in town, we're definitely I'll definitely have to take you down there. We we'll get some barbecue too because it's right off front Ooh, street. Yeah, um, barbecue any day. But man, it's <laughs> it's huge, guys. They have everything you could want. Um, great local facility. They've actually got a couple of pieces of equipment for ELP um, in the back that are holding off uh, for us. For our baseball crew, guys, you guys are going to love this piece of equipment they got us. Um, it, I don't want to say what it is because then everybody's going to want to go out and get it, but it's uh, it is very, very rare and i'm super stoked that we that we got it. Got to do a little paint work on it before we bring it to the gym, but it's it's awesome. So i just want to give a shout out to Exercise Unlimited. Appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Thanks for being a part of this show.
1: Thank you guys.
0: Um now, now that we are done with uh, you know, with all the the housekeeping stuff, all the intro stuff, let's get to it. So today's Q&A and we're going to keep this to one question. And we're going to do that because this question is worthy of a full episode. Quite frankly. And so we're just gonna kinda of break it down and hopefully answer this. Um the question that we got was can you please explain bridging the gap between injury and performance, particularly from a training perspective. That's a good one, Chris. It
1: is, and yes, I can see why we're kinda limiting this episode to that one question. Um Yeah, no doubt. And so why don't you start on sure, that? Sure. I, I was just talking with uh one of my colleagues here, uh, Thomas Twitty, who we hope to have on the show one day, and we were—he, he, he,
0: Thomas, you better share the show. All right, bro. Thomas,
1: I hope you're listening to this. He's on the <laughs> other side of this wall. Uh,
0: if you want to be on this show, there, share it. there you go.
1: That's that's the fee. Um, anyhow, we we uh, we were just discussing something along this line, and and it, I think what you and I are both seeing is a lot of times when you have athletes and they're going through a tradition, I'll call it a traditional strength training program, whether it be a high school sport or middle school or just some other structured, just pure strength training. And we're seeing, we are not seeing reduced injury rates, right? No. We're actually seeing them. Gosh, no. Uh, and our discussion, it, it, well, first of all, Thomas and I were, as we were discussing this, we, were, we he's we, we determined that we came to the same conclusion that it's not about muscle; it's about movement. It's it's training movement. It's it's proper movement. Yes. And this kind of goes back a lot, in my opinion, to what Doctor Rob said. That, you know, think of muscle. Think of 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 doing a heavy de- like just a crazy heavy squat day. And it's going to take you six days to recover from that one heavy squat day, you know, getting all the protein in, letting your muscles just kind of recoup, rebuild themselves, etc. It's going to take six days, but you smell a rose. I think it was the example of the rose he gave. I could say, you know, smell this. And in five seconds, you would know, oh, that's a rose and it would stay with you the rest of your life. And so mm-hmm. that your brain adapts in seconds the muscles adapt in days like mm-hmm. what do you think is going to be easier <laughs> what's going to be easier to to train well it's going to be the brain you know if you can get those things right and you can get your movement yeah. patterns straight then from there we can do whatever mm-hmm. we can load it a little bit right we can load the movement patterns we can actually uh, assist the movement patterns i know that you're a, a a fan of Cal Dietz and and uh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, think of of his uh, uh, contrast, or uh, you know, where he puts several exercises together, uh, French contrast. Well, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, i my, one of my favorites, and, and, and one of if absolutely. Not. And you think about it, It's not my absolute favorite, yeah, it,
1: yeah. Cal, shout out to you, man. We gotta get you on one day, uh, absolutely. But you know, think about some of the assisted movement. That's actually where your weight's reduced and you move it faster as opposed to yeah. in, instead of increasing weight or increasing resistance actually reduces weight. So you move things faster. And, and of course, you know, there's actually benefits to both, you know, assisted mm-hmm. work, resisted work, but all of them based around movement as opposed to mm-hmm. just, a, you know, squatting for the sake of increasing a squat.
0: All right. Right. You know, and I think when we look at bridging the gap, what what that means and why that's important, I think we even need to take a step back to, you know, to get to the fundamental aspect of it. And, you know, as you and I were talking about um, a while back, I mean, think, or a while back, I'd say before the show, but I, I think we talk about this, I feel like almost weekly, was, you know, we got in, I know I got into this because that's really where I felt there was a need. And I felt like that is something that was truly missing in our industry. Now, you know, some of my original education will go back to things like NASM and stuff like that. And there's a lot of, you know, and I mean, shoot, it's been almost, gosh, it's been 16 years since I I first went through all that.
1: And you're calling me old man. that's
0: a... Yeah. Well, how how has it been since you graduated <laughs> well, school? Well, according to my bio, it's a hundred
1: years, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. <honey>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's an inside so, joke. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll share that later.
0: I'll, I'll fill you in on that. Yeah, at some point. But so, anyways, the, the point is, is when I first started in all this, I saw that there was just this theme of people coming into the gym who needed help that were still feeling pain. Um, even after, you know, they went through PT or surgery or rehab or chiro massage or what have you. And it kind of clicked with me at that point, like, okay, I'm sure there's practitioners out there that are great. I mean, this is not a knock on PTs or chiros or anything like that. It was more of, okay, why are these people still hurt? And they're coming to me for, you know, an answer. And quite frankly, I didn't feel like a lot of these, you know, baseline courses and certifications, corrective exercise specialties and all that, you know, BS was answering that question whatsoever. And so that's how we ended, I ended up, you know, kind of going down that path. And it started a lot with Dr. J. Dr. J is the one, you know, that if you don't know our history, go back and listen to his episode. But when Dr. J and I connected, that really opened my eyes as to, oh, wow, I see what's going on now. And it boils down to the premise of people are still having pain even after they've gone through their you know their rehab process or what have you because the muscles are still not absorbing force the right way and guys that's a key element you have to take away there's two distinct properties property one of a muscle is the, the tissue quality, the ability of it to strengthen, kind of like what you were saying there, Chris, like strength's important. Yeah, absolutely. Like got to have strength. But I also put in there, you know, additional tissue evaluation. So, you know, things like flexibility or, you know, if you're Tom Brady, pliability, that's a mm. great word, by the way, I really wish I would have, <laughs> um, you know, pli- pliability, mobility, all these physical elements. And like, that's important. But the other side of it is muscles have to absorb force. And that's that's why, you know, the injury occurred in the first place is because the muscle couldn't absorb force. And you can you can physically alter the structure of the muscle as much as you want. You can strengthen it all you want, but if it can't absorb force, then it doesn't really matter. The force is going to travel somewhere else, and that process is controlled by the way the brain sends a signal to
1: the muscle. And it's a timing. And it's a timing a, issue. Thus, it's a timing right, thing. Right. Right. right exactly. A and issue.
0: Exactly. A timing issue, not a strength issue. That's why, like I said. We live in we live in our area, Chris. Like you're in Birmingham, I'm in Memphis. There's some great doctors and practitioners out there. They're, that's not a knock on any of them, but it's it's the the way the current model is set up. Like what happens is rehabbing is just getting you back to where you were. Well, where you were is why you got injured in the first place. That's the problem. So we got to take you a step above that, right? Right. Yeah, that does that make sense. And that's that's where Dr. J's theory really stuck with me. And that was kind of a fundamental element of, you know, building ELP into what we've built it into. And then from there, you know, we've adapted all these other, you know, methodologies that, you know, support that. And I think movement is a huge part of that because when there is inhibited movement, poor patterns, the brain's gonna shut stuff down. You know, and for me, that's where Gota comes in. I love the go to theory. I love the recode process. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's excellent um, because if we're front chain dominant, we need to be back chain dominant. Neurologically, it's just not going to work. The brain's going to say, it "Can't do this," and it's going to shut it. It's going to shut things down. Um, and so, yeah, movement quality is huge. But then, but like, why? Why is movement quality so important now compared to twenty, thirty years ago, Chris? Like, I put out an episode, I guess, a couple Saturdays ago, where I was like when we sit here and say, oh, hey, we, we do the same thing because that's what's always been done because it's always been done, you know, or, I, hey, I'm a strength coach. I'm just going to mimic what this coach, you know, like an Eric Cressy does. but uh, You know, I'm going to mimic what an Eric Cressy does when that's not exactly what your community might need. Like, that's a problem.
1: Um, uh, so I would say I don't think it's necessarily any less important or any, you know, or any more important movement quality now, as much as it is a, um, as much as we probably don't come into activity with a with a matrix, like, you know, again, I mean, kind of going back to the age thing, uh, you know, years ago, I would be, you know, we, we would never determine what we're going to do during the day because we had a game that night. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, you know, if I had the game that, that you know that night, I would did whatever I wanted to during the day. Right. Exactly. So, uh, what? When did
0: that change? I have what no happened? idea.
1: I have no earthly idea. It, it, it,
0: it, quite frankly, it bugs the shit out of me. Like I hear it all the time because now the parents won't won't leave that train either. They're right. on it. Oh well, no, we got to stop training completely because we're in season. Right. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: like what happened?
0: How did this weird? How do we get to that right. point?
1: Right. That's uh um. Frustrates me to no end. It does. It does. Um, You know, I think that's that has a lot to do with it. So it's just a matter of, um, just just we don't have the same or or at least kids now don't have the same matrix of activity. So it's like, well, I can't go do this. You know, I got to pitch tonight, or I got to you know play first base or whatever. I had a, (laughs) of course, I fussed at him for this, and he, you know, I've I've fussed at many people for this, and that was, you know, they got hey, I, I got practice today. Okay so what (laughs) you know so you want me to take it easy on you because you got practice today or or Mm -hmm. uh oh you know we got a we got you know whatever you know fill in the blank i was like uh yeah that's not a reason (laughs) yeah it's not a reason to take it easy
0: right and so you know as we look at okay we kind of talk about why some of this is happening like there's You know, there's a variety of different reasons as to, you know, why people still have, you know, still have pain or or how we bridge the gap, you know, and how the two connect. I think step number one, like we talked about, is evaluating how the muscles, you know, absorb force. Are they actually doing their job? You know, what is, like what you say, the speed of the contraction, right? Is that working? And then what is creating any type of issue there? Now, that can also be everything from, like Dr. Rob talked about concussions, um, that could be, a, it could be a visual issue. It could be a movement issue. It could be a gut issue because all these things will cause the nervous system to just say, nope, put the brakes on, stop. And that will inhibit movement quality right. as well. So then we talked about going into the next side of like, okay, now we've cleared that. We have to influence the movement side. So as I've talked about, Chris, I'm I'm a big go-to guy. I like go-to stuff a lot, but I'd, I've done the FRC stuff. I did that. Gosh, FRC, I think Garrett Salpeter and I took that course probably almost 10 years ago wow. or so. You know, so if you're a new fit practitioner, you know, and you've gone through, you know, Garrett's stuff, when he talks about the FRC stuff, him and I were in that class together. And that was kind of a mm-hmm. cool story. But, um, you know, in how FRC evaluates the capacity of the joints, you know, and so I look at it from really those two elements. And then I get into the strength side of it.
1: Yeah. It's only because, you know, and we've discussed this, you know, many times in the past, you know, the joints have so many receptors, you know, in there so that that can affect even the strength, even what, even what strength you can display. So trying to just Mm -hmm. go about and just build strength, strength, strength without having to, you know, without assessing the, the readiness, I guess you could say of the joints, you know, you're kind of missing out on a lot of your potential there. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's probably a good idea. So he's on, he's on to something. Uh, that's Is that Dr. Spina mm-hmm. that does that? Yeah,
0: yeah, Dr. Spina's stuff. Yeah, so we've done the FRC course, which is, you know, very popular. We've done FRA, so that's the assessment mm-hmm. side of it. And uh, we've actually gone through the kin stretch uh, stuff as well, which is the group side of things. And they just have a weird, you know, licensing thing for that, so we never – you know, follow through with it, but it's all good stuff. And, you know, and and a shout out to Ryan Paul for all that Ryan Paul up in Washington really turned me on to that type of stuff. And, um, you know, Ryan, Ryan deserves a lot of credit for helping me, you know, under, understand that. Um, and so it's all, it's all very good stuff, but I think that, the FRC side of it and what your joints are doing. Okay. Do your joints have the ability, you know, what's the capacity? Do they even have the capacity for you to, to strengthen? So you may get cleared by doctor, but then go right back to, you know, your high school weightlifting program, but you never really evaluated what you may have skipped the joint part. Like, can your joint even do what it's supposed to do? You know, physically it might move. Doctor may say, Hey, it's cleared. You know, it's, it's healthy enough. Cool. But what's the capacity of it? You know, did you just rehab it back to where it was? Because, again, where it was is where the problem was. So then you go right back to the same patterns, and we wonder why that pain, you know, comes back or it's still there. Um, What? You know, and then you
1: said like this. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, you're noticing there's so many similarities between, you know, what you said about Dr. Spina's system with square one. And, you Mm -hmm. know, prior to that, you know, and, and probably even since longer than that, Dr. J., uh, Dr. Rob, yeah. I mean, what do they all have in common? Well, there's a lot more to this. And, and Dan, Dan Victor, I'm going to throw him in the, into the... Yeah, Dan, um, yeah. You know, it's not just, again, if if all you're doing is focusing in on muscle, yeah, you're you're kind of missing out because you have all, again, receptors in the joints. Your visual system, clearly, your eyes, your the vestibular system, the inner ear, you know, and, and being able to train all these things, you actually can end up with a better response in strength you know, as opposed to, as opposed to just going in and, you know, grunt lifting. Uh, it just, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I I think you're, you're beginning to see the, you're beginning to see these more in practice, you know, again, you know, Dr. I would, I'm going to give Dr. J credit because he's the first person I witnessed to manipulate a joint to bring about, you know, better proprioceptive, uh, response through an ankle joint. Okay. That's the first time I ever saw that. Um, I don't know how many years ago, almost 20 years ago now. Um, But it's it's being able to see things like that and then the person's response. Okay, I'm going to just, again, go back. This person's limping in. They are not limping out. They're walking normally on their way out. How did that happen? They didn't just all of a sudden, their muscles Mm -hmm. did not all of a sudden get stronger. They were able to display stronger, even though, they didn't all of a sudden get stronger, so, you know, it, it's it's kind of like, if you're in a hundred meter race, all that matters is that you run faster than everybody else, right? If you want to win the race, run faster than everybody else in that race. Well, I don't care how that person looks; they better actually be able to to, to perform, right? And so, right,
0: it's kind of like the Usain Bolt thing, right? You hear that all the time. I mean, I'm not a huge track right. guy. It's not really my, my, I know you are, but like, they say he is horrible. <laughs> like, like his writing technique is awful, but he's the best well, ever.
1: Y- you know, I guess it depends on what you consider awful. I, I consider it beautiful because it's like, I, you know, I don't care. God wins. Right. Oh yeah. So, uh,
0: yeah, kind of, kind of side note, not to get you off track there, but, like, I know we reached out to Justin Gatlin. like to get him on the show. But, Elliot, if you're listening to this, man, I need to get in touch with uh, Coach Bruce. Let's get Coach Bruce on at some point, okay? And, and, guys, we'll have Elliot on as well. But Coach Bruce is one of the the best-kept secrets maybe ever when it comes to the Olympics, especially in the um, southern states. He has got uh, a couple gold medals, and he has done some special stuff. He's a track guy. But, anyways, um yeah, we need to get yeah. him on curse at some point. I think you'd rather really awesome. like talk yeah. to him. But yeah, anyways, keep, keep going. I'm sorry, you know me. I'm going <laughs> with tangents. Well,
1: no, I think more more than anything else, I, I think bridging the gap is not even so much bridging. I guess you know, coming down to the the just you know, kind of just summarizing this whole thing is, I don't think bridging a gap is bridging a gap at all. Really, I mean, I believe you know, tra- it's just training. What what is rehab? Okay, you you have an injury in your training what is training or what is Mm -hmm. performance training? You're not injured in your training. It's still training. You're still, you're still trying to create an adaptation in your body to do something better than when you came in period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as we've, as we
0: get close to wrapping this up that that third element i think you know we've already talked about really the neuro side and how all that you know getting all that firing the right way then the movement side of stuff as well and and then and then i think the final part is you know the strength side of it right i guess you know if we're you know if we're going to close that out and i think you hear a lot of oh we're going to ease back into it
1: i don't i don't buy that right right what do you think? Well, on that? no, I I would agree that you know I remember you saying something. This I'm, I'm going to kind of reference something you said a while back because I I've I have grown to agree with this, and also uh, um, Brent Rooker also said the same thing. Instead of trying to, uh, you know, try to learn very specific patterns or whatever. Go swing the bat as hard as you can. Yeah, just go swing yeah. the bat as hard as you can. We'll 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 piddle with how you know differences later on. So I would say that no, go hard. No, you might have to vary the uh, volume. But you know what? Train hard. Train hard, and then you know if there's certain things that that do create a problem, well, you can either you can either adapt those or modify those or eliminate them. Temporarily until you get around the problem, but no, you still train hard.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this third element is where there's still a huge curve in the industry. That's going to take another 20, 30 years to address. And I think that's the purpose of this podcast because I see it constantly. It's any idiot can put a bar on an athlete and, and fatigue them. Anybody. And there are there are so much information out there, so much TikTok, so much Instagram stuff. Everybody's trying to be an influencer. Everybody's giving you all this other stuff. And and the bodybuilding stuff looks cool, right? The body I get gotta get that shit all the time. You know, oh, well, this guy did this. Well, congratulations. He's 250 pounds of pure muscle. He can be an <laughs> IFBB pro. I guarantee you, he probably can't run a very good 100 meter. So there's so much info out there, and everybody who buys a single program or trains on their own or, or does anything feels like they know exactly what they're talking about. And so you get into this scenario where you go back into the school weight room, you know, you go back in with your private coach who has no idea what steps one and two are even about. They think they do, you know, but guess what guys, core work and rotator cuff work ain't step number two. That's not it. (laughs) It's actually step number three. Okay. You know, and, and and there's still this gap in the, in that process there. And so, that's so, so then the the kid or the client or whomever it may be goes right back to square one because you know they've rehabbed the injury or what have you, and then they go right back to the poor movement pattern that they had, and hey, guess what it comes back, you know, and you see it all the time, I hear it all the time it's like well, I'm sorry, like what we I told you can't help it if your ankle collapses every time you take right. a step, like should you take a year off from playing ball, you know if you're having such a significant problem that required major surgery you know to fix and you still have issues with it after rehab and all that and somebody comes in and tells you hey look the neural response is off and so is your movement pattern i it's like what do you what do you want what are we what are you supposed to say to those people like yeah you might have to take a year off well i mean sorry because you move horribly like i can't well i mean in
1: case like that it's just kind of like you know if if I were you, here's, you know, fill in the blank. Here's what I would do versus, you know, you know, but you, rather than trying to make the decision for them, you know, um, sure. But yes, I mean, as far as, uh, sometimes you're right. It's, it's going to take us a, a little bit of time here. Yeah. It might, it might take, mm-hmm. make, might take some time to, uh, more than you want, you know, more than you want to hear in order to get back to, to. Not just rehabbing the injury, but actually, yeah, getting back to where you move so that, you know, this is less likely to happen again.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And and so it all goes back to that as well. I've said it once. I've said I'll say it again. We are de-evolving as a society. Our our youth and our, our kids are getting worse and worse and worse at a younger age. And they're starting to care less and less and less and they are starting to you know just block everything else out and live in their own little world. Huh, it also sounds like that's intentionally done. But the point is is that when we go when we skip this type of process in our profession, we're setting we're setting these athletes and our and our clients up for failure. Cuz we have to address it in a holistic approach because guys, everything works together. You can't separate these elements. That's not how the body mm-hmm. works. It all works right. together.
1: Right. So, yeah, and that's, uh, you know, I, I, in a nutshell, I mean, I think a lot of problems are just a lack of just general coordination. Uh, just a big, again, yeah. a big matrix of uh, coordinated patterns. <laughs> riding a bike. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to mm-hmm. throw that out there. You know, something simple as riding a bike outside, you know, not ride a bike, you know, not, not an exercise bike. Nothing gets like, you know exercise bike yeah. companies, but I mean, just a bike, a bicycle, you know, just you know, running over rocks and yeah. things like that and um, skateboarding and various things like that, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just T-
0: totally random story here, but a couple of years ago when I still lived right. in Collierville, so guys for, for the, you know, our businesses in Collierville, Tennessee and like, you know, kind of suburb of Memphis, but I live way out in the country now, but when I did live in Collierville, <laughs> I would drop my truck off for service and I'd ride my bike to work and like, it's only, a, it's only like a four and a half, five minute drive from, you know, from the old house here, dude, I rode my bike a couple of years ago for the first time ever. I, I almost didn't make it. <laughs> like, like right. That, my quads were sore for like a week. And I mean, I yeah. get after it when I train, I get after it. Um, yeah. But not like that. Right. <laughs> so I'm yeah. de evolving. Yeah. I'm de evolving sure. as we speak. Like. But don't underestimate the little basics like that. I mean, just, you know, pushing the human body to do just do yep. different things. Um, but, you know, so how you talked about, you know, how, how we bridge the gap. Well, guys, this is, this is it. Here you go. This is how you bridge the gap. That's the whole point of this show is to give you guys the information. And the information we just gave you, if you're a coach, is, <laughs> is absolutely – it is so valuable like If you don't go out and utilize this, if you don't go out and share this information, you have no business in this industry at all. Don't listen to our show anymore because you're not going to get anything more valuable than that. That is literally the system right there. That's huge. Absolutely. That right there is worth sharing the show. And if you don't share the show with this, don't even worry about coming back and listening. Just don't listen. Don't bother. It's not worth our time. That is good information, guys. And that infos all through the show go listen to all the different guests so there's a there's a variety of ways you can go about it you know we each have our way you know chris and i both have our ways that we you know go about things you know but ultimately we're, we're speaking the same language and accomplish the same thing starting at the basics and working back up through it um they're trying to get you past where you were when you got injured um so that's a, that was, that's a great question. It was,
1: yeah, it was. And uh, you know, I'm sure that, you know, I'll, I'll probably think of something on the way home, but oh, I just said that <laughs> it'll hit me later. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, yeah, for the time being on a, on a short notice, that's a, uh, that's the best responses I could think of.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So whoever submitted that and Chris, you handle the questions, whoever submitted that, thank you. That was a, that was a heck of a question and hopefully we answer that. And so again, your three points are evaluating the neuro side of it. Number two, evaluating that movement side of things. And then number three, then addressing that strength, that physical yes. component, right, and put it all together. Um, obviously, again, you know, following, you know, whatever, you know, parameters they have set forth by the medical community yes. as well. You know, if you're a strength coach, you're not a doctor, remember that. Um, so that was uh, that was good. That was a good conversation, man. I appreciate uh, whoever shared that. So, guys, as I said a minute ago, remember, there is a fee for this show And it is to share the show. If you got information out of it, if it taught you something, share the show, guys. You know, I'm getting tired of asking this question because this is valuable information. Share the show, man. Help. This is what the community is about because we know who listens to this show. I see the numbers, right? And our numbers are really, really good. Share the dang show, though, because I know you're not because I see it, you know, or I see the lack thereof, you know. But bring us somebody when we say that that doesn't mean just if you listen to one episode that ep- you know it's it's all the episodes like every episode that you listen to and enjoy, send that to somebody, share it, bring us somebody, help us grow this because i don't we don't want to hear you complaining about stuff anymore like you know we're making it easy on you. I mean hell Chris had to learn all this stuff when they didn't even have <laughs> books guys like. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so guys, share the show, man. We 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 appreciate that. And guys, this is a, it's a mission. We're on a mission for this. This is not something we're just doing, you know, because like we're passionate about this and we care about this and we want to help you guys. We want y'all to succeed whether you're the athlete, the parent or the coach. We want to see you guys win. We want to change the way that things are done. That's what it's all about. We appreciate you guys listening. Thanks guys. Share the show. See you soon.